Welcome to this week's episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites, brought to you by Bergen Community College and the Office of Student Life and Conduct. In each episode, we will introduce you to someone who can help make the most of your college experience. Welcome to this episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. Today is February 3rd, and we are joined by Bergen Community College alumnus and former alumni trustee, Brian Gomez. Welcome, Brian. Hello. Hey, Brian. Um, Welcome here. back. Welcome back. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, I'm super excited for this, and um, thank you for having me here. I truly appreciate it. <laughs> nah, well, we're, we're always glad to see alumnus join us. Brian, you're currently a student at Rutgers University, but instead of going straight to like the four-year path, you chose to come to Bergen Community College. How do you feel like your time at Bergen helped prepare you for Rutgers? Um, yeah, great question. So I would say in terms of my experience at Rutgers, it's uh, or my experience at Bergen, I joined in um, at n- not really knowing what I wanted to do. So that was really what started off. Um, I wasn't 100% sure. Um, what uh what trajectory I wanted to do um a lot of people around me had an idea um they knew what they wanted to do and I remember sitting down and thinking to myself you know um it, do I really want to go to you know these four year schools um and eventually when it came to the decision of you know uh where where are you going to go what's your next step I I decided you know I was thinking about going to community college and I remember there's always this stigma, you know, with community college, um, at least, you know, where, um, where I, who I was surrounded with. And I always remember my guidance counselor, um, at least at the time, said to me, don't listen to them. Don't worry about that. Fill out your application and don't worry, like, uh, I'll help support you. And that's really how it all started. It was, um, and uh, I submitted my application. I remember just thinking to myself, you know, wow, like I made such a big deal about this. Um, you know, and, uh, here I am, you know, like, uh, applying for a community college and I came in, you know, like once I went to Bergen, you know, I came in with the mindset of, um, uh, going in, starting my two years, get it through, um, and then trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And what I got out of it was something I never expected, which was an awesome experience, but more importantly, I've established a community and a family. And I think that was something that I didn't expect at all. Um, and thus, um, when I was at Bergen, you know, I became active in different organizations, um, you know, like took courses um, with awesome professors who really do dedicate and, and take the time um, to really, you know, uh, communicate with students. And more importantly, you know, I've established a lot of connections and networks with um, not only with students, but also with um uh, different faculty and also staff as well, such as uh, everyone here. <laughs> so, yeah. That's great. Uh, I started in fall 2018, I believe. So I guess you were a sophomore at the time. You're already fully in. Uh, what made you get you get involved with clubs outside of like the honors program, PTK, and join walking into the office of student life? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, I remember... When um I, when I really started getting introduced to like these clubs, it was through uh someone from a course that I was taking. I I remember it was a speech communications course, I believe. I took that course and someone just told me about um student life um and it was actually um her name was Ali. Really introduced she introduced me to uh, student life, and that's when I started knowing more about 
the clubs, um, uh, student government association, but then more importantly about, you know, being active on campus. And, um, and then from there, you know, like I started thinking about, okay, maybe I should, you know, uh, join into these, you know, extracurricular activities because uh, I realized that those who were in, uh, in clubs, they were uh, a lot more interactive, um, excited. And I was just like, um, I'm that person, you know, I like, I, I like that type of energy and, and also growth, you know, they've all said, you know, that it allowed them to grow, um, in terms of professionally and personally. So I made that decision. And I remember when I, when I did, uh, think about joining SGA, I learned more about student life and, um, and I, I saw the office. I, I met very, you know, very quickly, um, Ian and Greg, which are here in this call. <laughs> and um, and then from there, when I was trying to look for a job, um, the same person who actually introduced me to clubs was the same person who said to me, I think you should also apply to work here. Um, and I said, oh, wow, like, is that really possible? <laughs> um, and, and then from there, I, I made the decision um, to apply. And, um, and I never regretted. Like, I... Uh, I'm so, so fortunate. Uh, and, uh, and then from there, that's how I really started to learn more about student life and um, had my interview and then I, I got the job. Um, so yeah, <laughs> hopefully that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I have a, I have a follow-up for you, Brian. So um, you, you got involved in, in a number of things uh, and that's an understatement <laughs> at Bergen during your time. So, and I know every step of the way, you, you know, you considered them carefully, made, you know, educated decisions. What kind of advice would you give to a student that's thinking about getting involved, but isn't really sure if they're too busy or, you know, if they have, if they're shy or they have too many other things going on, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will say this, you know, like I'm, I'm very, although it doesn't show, like I'm really shy. I'm a shy person. Um, and I've grown out of that shell because of being involved. Um, and one of the things that I remember someone telling me um, uh, when I was at Bergen um, was, you know, take any opportunity that's available for you, you know, um, and don't and don't let whatever perceptions you have, like cloud your judgment or like cloud the opportunity that's there, um, because you never know what what could come out of it. Um, and that was something that to this day, I still have in my, in my mindset, which is that, um, if an opportunity presents itself, um, that maybe uh, that take the chance and, and, um, be willing to, you know, apply or, um, at least attend that first meeting just to see how it is. Um, again, it doesn't hurt to try. Um, and, and advice I would tell students is that being involved gives you really the opportunity to, learn more about, you know, what it means to be within a group, a community, uh, essentially. Um, and it also gives you the opportunity to, you know, showcase, you know, the, uh, the skills you have or, um, you know, your passions and, and what you want to do. And more importantly, you find out a lot about yourself as well. I know for sure that my involvement within different activities allow me to really learn more about myself as an individual, um, how I work with groups, um, how I, you know, my work ethic, um, you know, my communications with everyone. Um, and, and it also gives like a good balance as well. I think, you know, when um, you're so focused on coursework sometimes that sometimes you do need a balance of coursework, but, um, and also, you know, with your job per se, but then also 
having something else to, you know, come back to and um, just having fun with as well. You know, of course, there's always, you know, things to do when you're in clubs and you have to, you know, uh, maybe have, you know, like certain fundraisers, whatever the case is. But um, it's also that that place where you can, you know, enjoy and uh, uh, interact amongst other students as well. So I would say, you know, take any opportunity that's available. Um, Don't let, you know, your, you know, like, uh, as they as I say, like your inner demons, like take over you, you know, just do it, um, apply for it. And you'll never know what uh, opportunities can come uh, once once you do so. So, yeah. That's great advice. And, and as you pointed out, you know, we very rarely hear from students, if ever, and I, do, I can't think of any that got involved and said, you know, I really wish I hadn't done that. You know, the, the, the regret isn't really there for this kind of thing. Um, I have an unfair question for you, Brian. Do you have a favorite moment, experience from your time being involved at Bergen? You can, you know, a couple of them. I don't know. Is there, is there anything that really stands out Oof, when you think I, back? I do have a couple of them. Um, okay. I, I will say I'm going to just push out three. Um, really quickly. The last one will be probably quicker. Um, first, I would say my involvement in SGA um, really helped me uh, know more about one, um, what I'm interested in, which is, <clears throat> as some people know, you know, I'm really interested in education. Um, I didn't realize I had that passion until I got involved in SGA um, because um, Student Government Association, you know, like I only had a a picture of what I thought it was. And it wasn't until, again, when I went and applied, you know, for to be a senator and I attended those meetings, that I really got a, a better understanding of what SGA is and how how complex it is as well. Um, and I think uh, one of the great things about Student Government Association is you get yourself involved with different committees um, or different, you know, opportunities that really showcases a lot more about the, you know, the college itself, you know, Bergen, Bergen has a lot to offer. And that's where I learned a lot of that from. Um, and also as someone who um, wasn't, you know, too keen on, you know, like, um, about policy work, or like, also just, you know, like, uh, higher ed in general, um, getting that opportunity to you know, be a part of SGA and really learning about it amongst the executive board and also amongst others. Um it really, it really gave me the it gave me the opportunity to know. Okay, like this is why I really am interested in, and also maybe you know, like, uh, you know, oh, I'm like I, I, I really like this. So, I think that that was something that I really loved. You know, I enjoyed the experience, um, and I had a great, uh, I had a lot of uh, uh, fellow colleagues and also just uh, friends I made there as well. Um, so I really loved the experience and also was really connected with student life. So my work and then also with uh, being interactive there. So <laughs> it was great. Um, the second experience I would say was uh, Phi Theta Kappa. Um, so at Bergen, I was in, I was uh, involved in uh, the Honor Society for two-year schools. Um, and we have a chapter there at Bergen. And I, I didn't know much about it. I thought, you know, Phi Theta Kappa was like a like a connection to honors, not realizing that it was its own separate entity. Um, and I didn't realize the work they did until I was, uh, I attended a meeting, I remember one time. Um, and this was way back when I was um, in honors association, which was like a, like a club for, for honors students. And I saw the work they were doing. I was like, oh, wow, like they do a lot. <laughs> and, um, and I remember I had to meet one of the, 
her name was Caroline, I had to meet one of uh, one of the VPs uh, in Starbucks. It was so weird. I remember I, I was thinking to myself, wow, I mean, uh, one of them in Starbucks. And we started talking just like we were playing like this event, um, sort of like a kickoff. And, and then afterwards, like, I was like, oh, like, and then we started just talking about, you know, like school and like life. And I was just like, oh, wow, like, um, you're like, you're awesome. Like, <laughs> um, and a friendship sort of developed from there. And um, she was actually the one that, you know, told me, you, know, you, uh, you should get inducted. So I got inducted within the Honor Society. And then from there, um, she introduced me to all the other friends um, from PTK who were also involved and they all have their roles, um, both advisory and executive board. And then long story short, she said, you know, maybe you should just apply for like a position um, because they, they realized they need like a newsletter editor. And I was like, okay, you know, um, let me apply. You know, again, I was open for opportunities, you know, open for growth. And, and I applied for a newsletter editor. And it was, uh, the great thing about it was that um, they had a lot of members, but there was also this sense of unity um, and common goals that they wanted to achieve. And everyone was on it. Like they were, um, and they and everyone had their own projects to execute. So that's one of the things I really loved about it. And I felt like as an individual, like I, I learned more about, you know, the importance of deadlines and really uh, maintaining, um, you know, uh, efficiency um, within, you know, an organization as that. Um, and then eventually, you know, I, I uh, applied to uh, for chapter president and then I served as chapter president for the chapter for for the full year. Um, and that was an awesome experience. Uh, it was tough um, and it had its challenges, but I think that challenge, those challenges really allowed me to grow to become the individual I am right now. And, um, and uh, you know, communica- communication is key, of course, but having a leadership role like that, I also had to uh, create my own uh, leadership style, essentially, and not compare myself with others, which, which is something that I learned really, um, something that, that was really important with me was that I had to establish my own identity as a leader. Um, I can't compare myself to others. And that's why I learned throughout my time at PTK. Um, and then I guess the last one was... Uh, being an alum, um, alum trustee, um, that was a huge different experience as well. And, um, and, you know, not being at Berg anymore, graduating and being an alum trustee. Um, one thing I had to learn was, you know, uh, 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 creating my own sort of like, uh, uh, work essentially. And like, just also being, being aware that, you know, like I, uh, you know, I was, uh, sworn in into this role, um, I have my own expectations, and so does the uh, college as well as the trustees' expectations in terms of a trustee. But I also have to, um, you know, start creating the things that I want to do. Like I have to start initiating them, you know. And that's where I like I had to like stop having that mentality of you know waiting for it instead, you know, doing it. So, and that's a long response, but yeah, it's <laughs> great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that so so much, Brian. So one of the things I want to hit on for this podcast and and use sort of as promotion as a shameless plug is this whole process of the alumni trustee on the college's board of trustees. <clears throat> so and as best possible, can you really encapsulate, can you really describe for our listeners what that role is, what it is not, 
how you even found out about this role, how looking back this helped you grow and become more well-rounded as a, as a student leader, as an alumnus giving back to your institution. Share, us, share with us for a little bit just about that process overall. Yeah, so um, at overall, you know, like um, the alum trustee role is really, I like to call it um, a bridge, essentially, um, between uh, the student body, essentially, you know, uh, and the organizations and the clubs and the students, and then also uh, with the board of trustees um, and serving as a board. So as an alum trustee, you kind of serve in two um in two roles blended in one in that you you bridge that gap that is essentially uh, necessary because you provide the the student perspective of you know um your experience but then also what's going on at the college and voicing the, those concerns or those achievements as well to the trustees and really you know establishing that those uh internal connections um and uh at least when i how i found out about the role i I didn't really know too much about the alum trustee role until um, my involvement, as I said before, with, you know, uh, organizations and uh, in particular with, you know, uh, student life when I was working there. Um, I started to learn a little bit more about um, the alum trustee, you know, the board of trustees, essentially, um, and how like they are the governing body. They're the ones that make the the big decisions uh, in terms of like how the college moves forward. And um and I remember someone, you know, telling me, um, it was actually funny in the PTK room. I remember um, someone told me, Brian, um, have you ever thought about applying for alum trustee? And again, this was like way back, you know, way back before I graduated. And I said, not really. You know, like I, I was just so focused on, you know, things that I was trying to do, get done and, you know, making sure that I got my coursework done and also with uh, with all the other activities I was involved in. And I said, not really. They were like, you should, you would really make a good alum, alum trustee. And I was like, okay. Um, and I really thank that person because, you know, sometimes it always, it's always that one person that kind of gives you like that spark. Um, sort of like how, you know, I had Angie give me that spark um, in PTK. So I, I, I then, you know, read more about it. I, I remember serving um, in the elections committee actually for SGA and learning more about the alum trustee there as well. And that's where I got like a bigger picture of the role. Um, but again, I, it didn't occur to me that I would apply until um, I would say really, you know, it was like, a, uh, I would say a semester before I graduated. Um, when the idea was introduced to me, I said, maybe I can make that as a goal myself. And that's when the new year came in, I said, okay, one new year goal is applying for this role. Um, and the main reason why I wanted to was because Bergen, ha for me, has been a family. It's been a second home. Um, it's a place where I've grown professionally and, you know, um, and personally, you know, as an individual. And there's so much to showcase for Bergen and, um, and so many achievements that students do. Um, of course, there's also concerns as well. You know, there's also problems that happen. And which are things that, of course, um, as a student, you want to voice. Um, but I also really wanted to um, have that opportunity to represent and really just, um, you know, provide that like voice that is often um, lost 
and in most in most seats and most committees and in discussions you know um and that was something that really led me to you know apply for that and i always say it's a group effort you know um i didn't do this from by myself you know it i had a lot of help i had you know a community a family you know of like uh my friends uh different people from you know different clubs support me and most importantly you know like um i learned from them so that that's where that's what led me to apply to be a lum trustee um really because of that community you know it wasn't because of my own interest it was more so because of the things that i've experienced but also more importantly like i wanted to represent that community um at bergen and and yeah and, and that's when i learned about it and i will say um when applying to it when running um which was great in of itself um it was such a uh uh a shock when i heard you know that like uh, i would be serving as the next alum trustee because um around that time you know like i was just like oh wow you know like uh he, you're thinking about like the next steps in terms of like you know graduating and then here i am and i said to myself oh wow you know like now I'll be representing students on a whole different level um for the college which is huge um so you know to those who you know like are even thinking remotely about um looking into the lum trustee position you know you learned a lot more about the college but more importantly i always say make sure that you uh come in with the intention of supporting uh the students and also um knowing um the mission and the values the college brings and about what uh, what opportunities exist because that's one of the reasons why I also applied to be a lum trustee. Um, and it's been an awesome experience. Um, um, again, you know, uh, having discussions with the trustees, getting to know them, getting to know about the college, um, uh, 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 representing as a student in, in multiple aspects. Um, and also just, uh, I mentioned this before the importance of communication but it's very you have to you have to know you know like how to um articulate yourself and you know own your role as they say you know own your role because it's um it there are times where it gets tough there are times where you know like you may be scared you're like oh my god i have to speak but um but it, it, it's it, it's very important and i think uh i think uh having a student voice there um shifts a lot of things um and it brings a clear perspective of you know why student representation matters in the college, um, especially when big decisions are being made. Um, so yeah, I hope that encompasses everything. <laughs> no, you did you did a great job of just encapsulating it as best you could in in really the the five or six minutes that you sort of described that there. To me, the thing that that stuck out is the whole concept of servant leadership that you really need to be doing this on behalf of all of the students giving back um, and being being someone bigger than yourself. Um, one of the other things I want to close on with my questioning, but also still having to do with alumni is, you know, you're, you're an alumni. It seems like you're an active alumnus. How do you leverage being at Bergen and the alumni network, the, the many students that have graduated? Um, how do you leverage that to, to the best that you can? Any any um, tips, any any pearls of wisdom you would share regarding how you can sort of cultivate an alumni network? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I um, I always try to do is I, in terms of, you know, like uh, 
connecting with alum is I I always try to, you know, like, you know, uh, sort of like introduce, you know, introductions. Um, and it's very important also to be personable because, you know, in the end of the day, we're all professionals, of course, but we're also human beings. You know, we're, you know, we we all have our own lives and, you know, paths uh, that we want to follow. Um, so that's something that I always try to establish first and foremost is that personable connection. Um, because that that's something that um, just like yourselves and just like for me as well, that's something that I'm going to remember is, you know, how this person connected with me on a personal level besides the other professional, besides the other aspects. Um, so in terms of like establishing that, like I always try to maintain that communication in different fronts, you know, whether it's uh, in person, of course, you know, social distancing, of course, um, or if it's, you know, um, a message, email. Um, uh, I know that, you know, Slack is now a big thing in terms of messaging. Um, I try to, you know, leverage different network uh, and different communications, even LinkedIn as well. And then from there, you know, I, I always just want to have like that one-on-one talk or a group talk in most cases. Um, and that's really how I start to establish my network. Um, I, in terms of like some of the alum that uh, I've met and the ones that I, I can keep communications of, I just, you know, try to like maintain that communication. And I always try to take notes as well of some of the things that I hear, you know, from different alumnus, because again, you learn from different people, you know, um, and because everyone has a different walk of life. So I always learn from others and I always take note of that. Um, and, and I always, you know, I always try to do like a thank you sort of like, um, whether it's in person or through, you know, different platforms, but I truly try to like reflect back on what I heard them said. So that way they know that I was listening actively listening and not hearing them i always try to tell people there's a difference between you hearing someone and then you listening to someone because when you listen to someone you actually you know like uh intake what they're saying and you're processing it but also you're uh relating it back to you know uh uh overall like you know overall message so that's why i try to do um and this is this is something that i do personally but i try to have it somewhere organized like um, some people do spreadsheets but i just try to have it listed somewhere so that way i just remember you know even if it's someone that i met through a professional connection uh via you know bergen and you know i just met them like uh, a couple of times you know i always just try to remember you know some of the things that we communicate and then from there you know like i just have that conversation again um and that helped me a lot as a alum trustee because um you know uh it, it, it's it, it's nerve-wracking sometimes to put yourself out there and introduce yourself or start the conversation or communicating, but that's how you're going to grow and that's how your network grows as well. Um, and more importantly, you know, like uh, as an individual, you know, you realize, you know, the impact of, you know, conversations and where it could lead, what, where it could lead to. So um, that's how I try to leverage my network and at least for like as a Bergen alumnus. Um, and I know that um, there's a lot of different Bergen alum that I've met, both the time that I was in uh, Bergen, but also after the time I graduated uh, through my role as an alum trustee. And I've always tried to you know, maintain, maintain those communications, visit them as well. But pre-COVID, of course, this was pre-COVID. I would visit, you know, like the offices and just see how everything's going, because that matters a lot. 
you know, it, it shows that you are there, but you are actively, you know, willing to um, communicate and get to know, you know, what's going on. Um, so, yeah. All right. Excellent. Um, so, Brian, as we come near the end of our time here, you know as well as any that our, our motto in our office is leave your mark. Um, so as someone who's moved on from Bergen, though you're still obviously very connected, what mark do you hope that you left at Bergen? Oof. Um, I I feel like um, in terms of leaving your mark, I've sort of left my mark as, you know, like a, a, a lead, serve, lead to serve. Uh, you know, like I, um, you get, one could see me as, you know, like I'm very selfless in that, like I care a lot about others before myself. Um, uh, and I do care about myself, by the way. <laughs> um, but, um, but something that I always say, you know, you want to make sure that you are a servant leader, you know, that you, and that you're aware of, you know, like, um, what's going on, you know, with, within the college and, um, and really, you know, the bigger picture of it. So my, um, my, I guess like the impact I've left is just, um, being mindful that, you know, that we're, um, again, we're all, we're all in different walks of life. You know, we all have different, um, experiences, but, um, there's also this common unity of why we're here in the first place and what we want to do. And I always tell people, just look at the bigger picture. Um, and also just, you know, like, uh, instead of just focusing on all the negatives, also look at the positives and see like what has been working and what you are enjoying, you know, like about this experience, because that is worthwhile, you know, that that's something you want to, to, uh, uh, have, you know, uh, um, and, and go forward with. So, um, I, I, I guess like, uh, to answer your question, um, I, um, my impact has always just been, you know, like positivity, you know, you got this. Um, but just more importantly, just like, uh, uh, owning your role and just knowing that, you know, you're serving, you know, I always tell people like any type of role you have, um, know that you are, that is not just you, you are, um, serving others. And more importantly, um, there's also this component of don't let your role just be the role. Um, because just because, you know, like uh, you have a group of others as well, um, who you want to help support, but also, you know, they will support you as well. Um, and that's just something that I follow with, um, and something I just, you know, throw off, um, from the different students that I've met, uh, friends that I've met, like, I've always just throw that off that, you know, like positivity, um, and just, uh, having an, a, a, a growth mindset, um, uh, is very important. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Once again, we'd like to thank Brian Gomez for joining us today. It was a pleasure speaking to you as always, and we wish you the best of luck at your final semester. Thank you. Um, super excited. Super excited to graduate. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for inviting me. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks for coming. We miss you. Oh, likewise. Yeah, miss everyone. <laughs> If our listeners at home have any questions about this episode or would like to make any recommendations, please contact us at studentlifeatbergen.edu or our Instagram page at BergenSLC. From Jared, Greg, and Ian, see you next week. It's all my bulldogs at home. Keep on barking. And that wraps up another episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. If you have any questions about this episode or suggestions for future guests, please email us at studentlife.edu 
at bergen.edu. Thanks for stopping by.